Happy holidays, everyone. (laughs) Let's just talk about just general Christmas and the holidays and the time of year. Are either of you Christmas people? Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Like on a scale of one to 10. 11. (laughs) Yeah, 10, 11. Yeah, I'm up there. And you both strictly celebrate Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When does the holiday season start for the both of you? There's definitely a huge... Uh, debate when exactly the holiday season starts. Some people it's November 1st. Some people it's the day after Thanksgiving. Some people even wait until December 1st because they want it to be the official month of Christmas. (laughs) So I will just start off by saying there's no wrong way to do this. Mm -hmm. There's no, that's so late. That's too early. Do whatever your makes your little heart sing. The world is hard enough without somebody shaming you for when you started. 100%. Your Christmas celebrations. I personally put up my Christmas tree on November 4th. (laughs) I would have done it earlier, but November 4th was a Friday and some of my friends came over and we just like took all my Christmas stuff out and then it looked like Christmas threw up all over my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And I will probably leave them up until definitely mid-January, maybe February. One year I left my Christmas tree up until March. I was like, I have no shame. I think COVID, I think 2020, I left mine up until like March because I was like, it makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. Like, whatever. And if you guys haven't realized it or picked it up by now, we are a podcast about doing whatever makes you happy. And Christmas, the holiday season, makes a lot of people happy. And if it's something that you personally enjoy and get joy out of, do it. And so I didn't start decorating until the day after Thanksgiving, but had I not, I just had a lot of work travel. I probably would have done it the first week in November. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big Halloween person. So I was, I was so excited as soon as that was done. Cause I was like, yes, now it's, <laughs> yes. now it's the holidays that I really love. Mm. That was my favorite part about studying abroad in London was obviously they don't have American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So there was nobody on November 3rd being like, <laughs> it's too early. They were like, let's put the Christmas it's lights time. up. And I was like, these are my people. That's no shade to people who love Thanksgiving or want to wait. I hosted my family for Thanksgiving and I don't know, it was really nice to have like all my pretty decorations up and just be like, hi, look at, look at all my cute things. I did like fall decorations, but I also, I, uh, one of my best friends was getting married and all of the bridal party got ready at my house. So I wanted to have like a more fall themed mm-hmm. look for the back of her photos or for you know the background of her photos oh that makes sense that's so otherwise nice. it would have been christmas stuff but <laughs> i feel like she didn't probably want a christmas tree like in the background of her you know pictures from october <laughs> fair what what time of year did you get married christmas right july <laughs> no it's yeah, it actually july 24th <laughs> I really think this year I timed it really right with putting all of my Christmas lights and tree up before the time change because I always really struggle when it gets dark at 345 Mm -hmm. um, because we live in Boston and it's dark and cold and everything's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But I wasn't as sad when, you know, 430 rolled around and it was pitch black because I'm like, oh, it's time to turn on the Christmas tree. So I think that's really what I'm going to do moving forward is got to get those lights up before the time switch because you can't be sad that it's dark out when you got Christmas lights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's the whole history of the winter solstice is to kind of put people's spirits up during a time where it's the darkest time of year. I do also want to acknowledge that the holidays isn't for everyone. There are certainly folks who have some sort of trauma or they lost a loved one and the holidays are particularly hard for them. And I totally empathize and sympathize with people that have that situation. But I think for a lot of folks, they find a lot of joy and a lot of happiness and it makes them get the warm and fuzzies. For some people it doesn't, but I think for a lot of people it does. So if it's something that personally brings you joy, like boy band music, (laughs) embrace it, celebrate it, do it. The past few years have been really hard for a lot of us. And I think we really need to embrace the things that truly bring us joy. Speaking of the warm and fuzzies, if anyone wants 
to get warm, you could come to this podcast studio that we're in right now, where the temperature is set to 80 degrees yeah. and no one can turn it down. It's a tropical Christmas episode. <laughs> Boy band music and Christmas music, they just go together perfectly. I mean, they both don't make a lot of sense lyrically. <laughs> They're cheesy as hell, but they give you the warm and fuzzies. Did we also mention that Christmas music and boy band music are also both catchy as hell? (laughs) (laughs) So it makes so much sense that boy band Christmas music is just the ultimate Christmas music. (laughs) It's like that meme where it's like boy bands, Christmas, and shake. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Did you just create a meme that we're going to post on our Instagram? Yes. (laughs) I'm a meme generator. (laughs) But they're also kind of is a little bit of a stigma with liking Christmas music. Not to the same extent with boy bands, but I also do feel like there are always going to be those people, you know, just kind of putting down someone for enjoying something that brings them a lot of joy. So again, it's not to the same extent. If anything, I actually feel like if you listen to like a boy band Christmas song, it's more accepting to listen to that than an actual like boy band song. <laughs> oh, I, I don't yeah. like them. It, it just was on the, the Christmas Spotify playlist and I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Chad. It's okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what more there is to say about boy band Christmas music, but they just are perfect for each other. They're the perfect match. Yeah, I would agree. I tend to like boy band versions of things better than the traditional versions. The unique thing about boy bands, a lot of the boy bands that I like personally is the harmony arrangement that they provide within the songs. It What it does is it really showcases their talent in the best way. And you really see this with particularly in sync and 98 Degrees. And we'll kind of go over some of those songs, but I think, especially with 98 Degrees, and they've been mentioned a couple times on this podcast, but totally underrated in terms of their harmony arrangement. They're incredible. And also Boys to Men. I got to give major, major recognition to Boys to Men because we would not have NSYNC's or 98 Degrees' harmony arrangement if it were not for Boys to Men. And all those albums are incredible Christmas albums. I, I just... I feel like we should put this Christmas energy into all the other holidays. Like, imagine a boy band going absolutely insane over, like, I don't know, Fourth of July. I was just going to say Easter. National, there's just multiple albums with different versions of the national anthem and, like, Yankee Doodle Dandy or whatever. I don't know other Fourth of July Imagine going all out for Arbor Day. This is just, I want this energy for everything. And just imagine, like, a city putting, like, all sorts of decorations and lights up and you're like, what what is this and they're like it's valentine's day (laughs) i don't know like i just let's take this energy of christmas songs and christmas lights and put it into all the holidays (laughs) this is my movement carry (laughs) we'll be posting um, a petition online (laughs) (laughs) so let's start with kind of memories associated with boy bands at christmas time do either of you have any songs or any sort of like really nice memories that you have that give you the warm and fuzzies that involve a boy band during the holidays so the hansen the snowden christmas album is the first one that i really remember and have like very fond memories of when that album came out and even listening to it again recently i knew almost every word to every song Uh, you know not the traditional christmas songs you just never forget it and then after that the in sync it is it is the album the album like it's is that our hot take is that NSYNC's Christmas album is the boy band Christmas album I mean I'm willing to stand behind that statement I don't think it's a hot take I think it's common knowledge but you're but perhaps there are others who think here's my hot take oh I agree (laughs) (laughs) and listeners for those who don't know Lizzie is not an NSYNC fan so for her to say that is a pretty hot take for her. Yep. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays is my favorite NSYNC song, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That actually reminds me. I had a boss who loved Bruce Springsteen. I was like, oh, I love that song he does, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And he didn't talk to me for the rest of the day. <laughs> he was like, no. <laughs> he just walked away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's amazing that is amazing oh god 
Oh, that's hilarious. But I remember growing up seeing NSYNC at Christmas time in between the years 98 and 2001 was a pretty common thing to see during that time. So I don't think I have any like specific boy band Christmas memories, but two of my all time favorite Christmas songs are Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Like that's such an elite song. Like I'm pretty sure I have that physical album somewhere, which is saying something for me. <laughs> and then also just like what Christmas means to me by Hanson is like, oh, yes, I that. love that song. So <laughs> I was good. listening to it on the way here and it got me thinking about how like, you know, they're singing, even though I love you madly. I thought that he was saying, even though I love you, Maggie. And I was so upset my name wasn't Maggie. <laughs> I was like, he's singing to me. <laughs> I think it's just the way his voice breaks on the yeah. on the word. It, they're so young. They're so young. <laughs> but they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, you know, Zach Hansen was what, 11, 12 at that time? Yep. Taylor was probably 14, 15. Like his voice hasn't even like fully developed yet. It's just going back to that Christmas album. Actually, Hanson, I I think in 2017 released another Christmas yeah, album too. But I mean, even just back then in what was it, 97, 98, when they released that, you're just, I was floored with how good that album yeah. was. It holds up still to this day oh absolutely do you guys remember the cd players where you could you could put oh. like five cds in oh. at a time yeah, yeah those and, were incredible and put them all on shuffle yeah so yeah. that's what it's i like would a do turn table yeah with the cds yep yeah so that's what i would do i would put the instant christmas album the hansen christmas album and then when i got the 90 degrees christmas album too put the three of those on rotation and just have them all on shuffle and that's just how I remember Christmas being. Yeah. These aren't boy band related, but I think Kelly Clarkson has one of the greatest Christmas albums and yeah. songs of all time. Which is? Underneath the Tree. Ooh. Oh, that is a good oh, so song. Good. Everyone talks about Mariah Carey every year, which no, she's a queen. <laughs> Ariana <laughs> Grande's Santa Tell Me was also so like- good up there i, I think really like underneath that. the mm-hmm. tree santa tell me are mm-hmm. are definitely top christmas top tier christmas songs mm. now up there with mariah carey oh yeah. oh and i'm just having the most intense flashback to hillary duff's christmas album <laughs> i listened she did to a christmas album. oh yeah she did a christmas album oh what was it called i had it on repeat i know this is not a boy band but hillary duff is boy band adjacent <laughs> um and she will be for the rest of my life santa claus lane <laughs> I listened to that album until it had no more legs. And I don't think you can talk about Christmas without talking about the iconic scene from Mean Girls where they dance to Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. And I just watched the new movie, the Christmas movie with Lindsay Lohan, Mm -hmm. who, by the way, she looks phenomenal and I'm so happy for her. Yeah, good for her. And she makes a joke. She's singing to Jingle Bell Rock and she's like, oh, I love this song. (laughs) It's just such a funny callback. She re-recorded it and released it in the end credits of that film. Mm -hmm. Everyone always hates Last Christmas by Wham. Is Wham a boy band? Mm, They're a duo. That's That's a good question. Is a duo considered a boy band? Because you also have Casey and Jojo who came from Jodeci who actually recorded one of my favorite Christmas songs that NSYNC redid. But anyway, is a duo a boy band? I would lean towards yes. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like a duo or group. Those are the categories. It's like best like male artist, best male duo, duo or, or group. group. Two's company, three's crowd. Like yeah. yeah. Two's company. Like I guess I always think of it as three or more, but I guess, yeah. Like Hall and Oates mm-hmm. is a duo. Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Like what... Is the difference really there between a, like an actual group? That's a good question. Are we saying Hollow Notes is a boy band? Because <laughs> I can get behind that. We can really open this up. <laughs> <laughs> like Simon and Garfunkel could be an episode. Hollow Notes. <laughs> Almond Brothers. Doobie Brothers. We still got to do the boy bands that are not considered boy bands, but are technically boy bands. Episode. We keep. I keep adding to that list in my brain too. That episode, we're going to have 400 pages of notes for that episode. I feel like by our broad definition, most bands are boy bands, but that's, that's, that is the point listeners. That is the point. (laughs) If anyone's listening to this, please, please, please have an argument with your dad over Christmas. Yes. (laughs) About how like Hollow Notes is a boy band or Simon and Garfunkel. (laughs) And just like, 
see his reaction <laughs> and send them to <laughs> send us. them in. Please send them via DM. If your dad or uncle makes fun of you for listening to boy bands, but then listens to bands like Kiss, Bon Jovi, please tell them that they are hypocrites. <laughs> and then record that reaction and yeah. send it to us. Yes. <laughs> it's like our own little challenge that all the, I'm not going to say any names, but like the talk, the nighttime talk shows do. Like yeah. Steal your kids candy and see their reactions. <laughs> this is tell your boomer dad that their favorite band is a boy band. <laughs> Although there's like nothing better than like a supportive dad. Like oh, yeah. I saw a TikTok because like um, the Jonas Brothers played the halftime show for yeah. the Dallas Cowboys yeah. for yeah, Thanksgiving, I which I didn't that. That know. Very random. I didn't know that the Thanksgiving game got halftime shows. <laughs> but like I saw a TikTok of this dad recording it so he could send it to his daughter. And I saw all these dads waiting in the <laughs> Ticketmaster line for Taylor tickets. And like, I just think that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the parents out there that are supportive of their child's fandom. <laughs> we love you. Yes. I have my top five boy band Christmas albums. Do you guys want to hear them? Yes. 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 Okay. Top five albums. Obviously, it's going to be NSYNC's Home for Christmas, number one all time, hands down. I love that they incorporate one of the best harmony arrangements in any of these songs. I have a whole Spotify playlist that we will share with the listeners with all of these songs, by the way. But NSYNC's version of Old Holy Night. Yes. That harmony arrangement is insane. Like that is the ultimate Christmas song. I also have my top five Christmas songs too. Yes. <laughs> that I is number one. Get there. That is number one for me. I mean, JC and Chris on that song are just oh, amazing. So good. <laughs> number two is going to be Hanson Snowden. Just because it's so fun. I just think it's an awesome album. Like I said, it's shocking how good they were at yeah. such a young age. And how good they still are as a band and they've just only grown but yeah it's it's an awesome just really really fun album number three 90 degrees this christmas the harmonies on that album are insane they're so good they surprise me every single time i hear their arrangement just beautiful beautiful harmonies number four boys two men's christmas album i don't know it's kind of a tie between 90 degrees and boys two men because i think they both have incredible harmonies boys two men's harmony arrangement is just legendary and like i said we wouldn't have all of these other bands without boys two men and then Backstreet boys new christmas album it's number five for me it's not my favorite boy band christmas album i just think it's an easy listen to i think it's the perfect album to put on when you're like preparing or hosting like a holiday gathering mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. just a really easy album to listen to so but like 90 degrees album is very like acapella and harmony heavy that I feel like is a much more like intense and serious album they do have a couple like poppy songs on there too but it's a little bit more of an intense experience as an album overall and I think that what makes Hanson's album and also NSYNC's albums so great is you can put it on and it has a really nice mix of different sounds that are fun. Yeah. NSYNC wins the Christmas album over Backstreet Boys in my opinion all oh, day definitely. every day. Definitely. Yeah. But I'm an Eileen Backstreet Boys so yeah. I guess that's my hot take. As we discovered on this podcast I feel like that's been a journey for you has been a journey i know you're <laughs> like i'm in sync oh no i'm a backstreet yeah. boy <laughs> i mean oh, gosh <laughs> we're bringing up depends, challenging memories. depends on which day you ask me maybe <laughs> i don't know i was not blown away by the backstreet boys christmas album mm -hmm. i really really wanted to like love it and it was fine i didn't hate it i'm not a backstreet boys hater well, yeah, like, you're the, you're I know the, I'm a Backstreet Boys lover. Yeah. To my core. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt kind of slow and mm -hmm. acoustic y, acapella y. And mm -hmm. I wanted fast paced. Yeah. What Christmas means to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also gravitate towards the Christmas pop, modern pop, the Mariah Carey, the mm -hmm. yeah. Kelly Clarkson, the Ariana Grande versus, you know, your Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, like old school classic. There's nothing wrong with them by any stretch. They're just not my cup of tea. And I felt like the Backstreet Boys album kind of fell into the more classic yeah. version. Mm -hmm. And I just like the more modern. Mm -hmm. That's just my, okay. that's my hot take. I think that they just, they're technically now an adult contemporary band. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what they were going for with the Christmas album. They wanted oh, something that was, that had kind of like a timeless sound to it. And I, they definitely sounded more adult contemporary than mm -hmm. boy band, but that makes sense since they're a bunch of 40 something year old men that yeah. 
That that does make sense. Totally, totally. I did love their um, Dan Fogelberg cover, the mm-hmm. Old Lang Syne. Yeah, um, that was really. But I pers- I just love that song in general. So I was listening to a playlist and I heard a couple of Backstreet Christmas songs, but they mm-hmm. weren't the ones on their new album. I could mm-hmm. tell by their voices that they weren't. Yeah, and I honestly preferred the older version. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's just because their voices sounded younger. Or something, I don't know, which is funny because I feel like a lot of the times I wish to hear an artist as they currently are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm now relating to Taylor Swift. The fact that she's re-recording her oldest stuff, I can't wait for it because I can't wait to hear how it sounds with her older, mature voice. Something about boy bands. I want to hear how it was originally, not how it is now. Yeah, so Backstreet Boys put out a couple of Christmas songs you know, during their prime era. So in between 98 and 2002, but they never released an entire album until Mm -hmm. this year. But yeah, it is interesting to kind of compare because they're two completely different styles. Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to both the Jonas Brothers and Why Don't We, which are more modern boy bands. I really liked the Jonas Brothers' two Christmas songs that they came out with. I Need You Christmas and Like It's Christmas. I really enjoy both of those songs. Why Don't We has a couple of Christmas songs, too. I think those are really fun. Who is Why Don't We? Oh, they're they're a newer boy band. They actually just went on hiatus a few months ago. But oh. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like the modern boy band doesn't do Christmas albums as no. much. No. Um, I don't. I, it, I feel like the holiday album, I think Michael Buble has, like, the, the corner on the market. Yeah. And it's I, just not as, I don't know, maybe lucrative? I'm not sure. Well, I also feel like they don't put out albums like they used to anymore. So to put out an entire Christmas album is a lot. Teenagers don't listen to entire albums like they used to. Maybe Taylor Swift is the one exception. Speaking of Taylor Swift, when is she going to re-record her Christmas album? <laughs> Wait, does Taylor Swift have... I'm not a huge Swifty. I like her songs, but I'm not a huge Swifty. Does she have a Christmas album? She does. Oh. From back in the day. Okay. Yeah. She also has a song... A recent-ish, within the last like few years, song about called Christmas Tree Farm about the Christmas tree farm she grew up on. She grew up on a Christmas tree farm? Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, I think she moved when she was like young-ish. Yeah. Interesting. So how does her Christmas album, that probably leans more like country, it's right? very country. So how does that rank for the both of you, since you both are the Swifties on the podcast? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember that album, so okay. not, on, not on my list. Okay. If she and I actually did not it. like the Christmas tree farm song. Was it, I wasn't a fan of it. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. And you're the, also the country music fan on the podcast, too, yeah. and you still don't really care for it. Yeah, wasn't. Interesting. Uh, I'll go re-listen to it, but um, <laughs> I'll let you know if I change my mind, and you can edit in my okay. updated <laughs> opinion. But okay, no, if, if I really felt strongly about it, I'd remember it. Okay, sounds good. It's not like a go-to mm-hmm. if she pops up on the playlist and not mad about it. I was shopping a couple weeks ago and heard her version of Last Christmas, and it like took me a minute to place who it was. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's from Taylor's album. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I just feel like it was definitely during when she was like pure, mm-hmm. pure yeah. country, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's just not really my Taylor preference. Okay, so let's listen to some Christmas music. So we're going to play different boy band songs and kind of compare them and talk about how they sound differently and how you can arrange the same song in so many different ways. And it's kind of cool to see different artists do the same song differently. So let's start with the Christmas song. So this is 98 Degrees' version. That it just shows their their range as vocalists. Yeah, they have that, a bass yeah. singer yeah. in the band. Well, that was a range, all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an easy listening adult contemporary take on that song. The Backstreet Boys is kind of similar. I really like the oohs and the ahs in that. Yeah, the harmonies and it's it's nice. It's more modern take, but still in the adult contemporary space. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like to me they just learned that they could harmonize and that they want to at every given moment. <laughs> that's true. But that's like a lot of Christmas songs features a lot of harmonies. But yeah. Uh, totally. Already 90 Degrees versus Backstreet Boys, 90 Degrees. Out of, out of those two, I think I prefer that version. I'm going to play the New Kids on the Block version. Uh-oh, it's going to be an experience, y'all. Just, Why? That's all I'm going to play. sounds like it hurts to sing in that... Jordan Knight has a high falsetto and but he but when he sings that throughout the entire song it's a little much yeah I, that would I wouldn't enjoy that that doesn't sound <laughs> relaxing yeah to me 
and it's so it's so cheesy <laughs> like yeah and it the sound that's the, that's the one thing about the new kids on the block sound is that it their earlier stuff does not hold up yeah it is very meant to be like 80s <laughs> Absolutely nothing could have prepared me for experiencing that. You you said it's going to be a journey, and I went, oh, boy, okay. I was not prepared. No. <laughs> not at all. But like you said, that's not that wasn't the purpose of that group when they were put together. Exactly. Like they were they did a ton of choreography, and, like, I also feel like we're not giving them a fair shot. Like we're, we're putting them up against some, like, really yeah. great powerhouse, like, harmonies. But. Yeah. It just wasn't their role within the boy band thing. Christmas music has to have like a good vocal element to it. Yeah. And like I said, Jordan and Joey both are really great vocalists, but they do not have a harmony arrangement with a really cheap. <laughs> it sounds like if you recorded just me singing at home. Yeah. It, it just sounds very like stuck in the 80s, yes. 90s yeah. as well. Like a lot of these other songs have aged pretty well. That's just one that hasn't. And like we like new kids on the block. Oh, here. I love like, them. We're not hating on them. It's just that maybe the Christmas album was not their moment to shine. For sure. For sure it wasn't. And I feel like every boy band kind of has like a different thing to them. Like One Direction had really nice harmonies, but they weren't like a harmony boy band. Uh, they were known for their dancing. <laughs> <laughs> New Kids on the Block was known for their dancing. That like uh, Donnie and Danny were both like street dancers, so they were kind of known for more like their, their performances and just being like a really fun band. Some boy bands specialize in harmonies, and some don't, and that's a good example of that. Okay, so I'm going to end with In Sync. So this is the thing. In most NSYNC songs, JC has a majority of those vocals, but it's deceiving because Justin starts most NSYNC songs. So people have this misconception that Justin is the lead singer. But especially in their earlier days, it was JC that had most of that song. It's like how Liam sings You're Insecure, You Don't Know What For yes. on, you know, What Makes You Beautiful. And everyone's like, oh my God, he's the main singer. And it's like, no, that's Harry, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, with Justin, he starts it kind of soft and then mm -hmm. JC elevates mm -hmm. it. So that that's kind of in sync style. And it works really well with Christmas music too. You want to start soft and then and then get more intense vocally. And their harmonies seemed a lot more subtle than the Backstreet so Boys So I was just going to yeah. say, you made a comment about the Backstreet Boys sounding like they just discovered they could <laughs> do that. And in sync, it sounds like so smooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like they've been doing it forever, which mm -hmm. so have the Backstreet Boys, but it right. just, yeah. it didn't come across that way. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because, you know, we're talking about two different albums that are 20 decades apart. Oh, yeah. Apart. Yeah. 24 years apart, actually, but you can still... Oh, my God. The, it's like know. a whole person. So that is the Christmas song. So obviously, I think we can all say that NSYNC won that round. I don't know. I really like New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take express over there. No. <laughs> like, I actually veto... I'm utilizing my veto power that I've just given myself and saying no. <laughs> I think that's super fair. <laughs> I just really like the New Kids on the Okay, uh, so the next is I'll Be Home for Christmas. So this is 98 Degrees' version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Barbershop quartet vibes. Yeah, so 98 Degrees, well, they were initially like a barbershop quartet and then eventually were marketed as a boy band. But as you can tell, like their yeah. harmony arrangement is Well, are barbershop quartets boy bands? Yes. That's the real question. The, the original boy bands were barbershop <laughs> quartets, exactly. Incredible. Acapella. Yeah. Just th their their vocals are awesome. See, I said barbershop quartet vibes, and I did not mean that. No, as a you compliment. meant it in a bad way. Oh, I know. I see. <laughs> oh I yeah, see. I could. Yeah, I knew. You, Got it. I could see as soon as the first note, you were like, <laughs> I was like "No." <laughs> but I mean, in terms of the talent and the complexity, yeah, that's not easy to sing. Like you have to be very talented to sing that way. Absolutely. But like, all I'm picturing is I'm specifically picturing. Rory Gilmore's grandpa, Richard Gilmore from Gilmore Girls, like in a barbershop outfit singing to that. That's all I can picture. <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense what my little mind comes up so with, specific. but I know. You should see my brain. <laughs> so let's see how 98 Degrees' version stacks up to the Backstreet Boys' version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. 
Again, easy listening, adult contemporary vibes. It's also hard harmony. to compare, right? Because yeah. 90 Degrees is acapella. Right. And Backstreet Boys literally starts with the synthetic, you know, yeah. drum beat in the background. So it's yeah. two, it also, it's just two very different vibes yeah. of this song. Totally. But it just shows the versatility of that song. Exactly. The versatility of that song. Well said. (laughs) So the next song is a Casey and Jojo original and then NSYNC covered it. So I love both versions. And usually I feel uncomfortable when there's a white band that re-records a version of a black band's song because there's there's a music history aspect to all that and it always makes me a little uncomfortable i do have to say InSync does this song justice when they recorded it so this is in love at christmas and this is the casey and jojo version and we'll listen to the InSync version yeah they're both awesome also we should also go back to our previous conversation is a duo a boy band? And I think we considered Casey and Jojo in our previous conversation a boy band that is a duo. They're like almost identical. Yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I almost, maybe it's just because I just love JC so much. <laughs> I almost feel like, I hate to say it, I feel like Insync did it a little bit better. Yeah. Well, just, there's also more of them. That's true. That and that's true. and that's where the is a duo a boy band argument could be, you know, like just because comparing... Mm-hmm. a larger group who can who just has more vocal range by default because there are more people yeah now we get to old holy night so there is a 98 degrees version a backstreet boys version and an NSYNC version and a hansen and a hansen, and a hansen version. version exactly so dare th- leave hansen out of this conversation am, trust me i am not i love that christmas album so like i said it ranks number two for me so <laughs> they're just all very very different I think you guys know which one is my favorite, but you can also make a determination between the different arrangements. So the first is 98 Degrees. Nicola Shea has such a nice voice. It's very um, breathy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I just not it, not necessarily Nick Lachey specifically, but just yeah. that was him, obviously. So, yeah. But I now that I hear it and compare it to whatever, the Christmas song, or I'll be home for Christmas that we listen to. Yeah. Now I'm seeing that there's like a, I don't know, like a breathiness component to their yeah. harmonization. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So that was the Backstreet Boys version. Howie starts that song. It's really lovely. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm looking at Lizzie like we know. Do you even like <laughs> the Backstreet Boys? Do you even Boys? like other bands? <laughs> <laughs> I was on board until I heard that. <laughs> I have the opposite of a poker face. <laughs> okay. So this is Hanson. Oh, that was nice. It is, it is like, the, it's a child. It's, yeah. just, it's a child singing. I yeah. think it's just directly after hearing the, the Backstreet Boys. Boys who are like 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to and a 14 year old. I was like, oh yeah, they're going to go hard. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is a seventh grader. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. But they're, again, they were so, they were so young when they recorded mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And for it to be that good of quality is just it, yeah, it's not bad. No. It's just the, it, I was. It was the, like the <laughs> difference between yeah. the two. You're yeah. right. It's, it's shocking. So let's go somewhere in between with NSYNC's version of Whole Holy Night, which is an acapella. Do you guys think this might be Anna's favorite version of Whole Holy Night? <laughs> hands down, the winner. That that yeah. is a, such a beautiful arrangement of that song. It's truly. Oh, it, it's very very pretty. I'm not usually an acapella person. But I really liked that. I'm not an acapella person or an NSYNC person. Yeah, that was a yeah. beautiful song. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can hear every single voice. And we have really good headphones on. And you have to listen with good headphones in order to detect all of the voices in that. But or do it on surround sound so that, like, each of them gets picked up. I wonder what that would sound like. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Does anyone have a surround <laughs> sound situation? DM we up. could listen in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the greater Boston area? Thank you. Yeah, it's it's so good, and I I just I love any NSYNC song where you can hear Lance. Yeah, it just it takes it to a different level, I think, and just JC and the second verse and the bridge, Chef's Kiss. 
<laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful song. I feel like it really highlighted their voices and that they got mad talent. They do. Yeah. They do. I'm sorry, whose harmony arrangement sounds better? Yeah, it was in sync. So I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. <laughs> okay, so we got Silent Night. So we've got a Boys Two Men version, a Backstreet Boys version, and a 98 Degrees version. Since we haven't heard any. And a Hanson version. <laughs> oh, yeah, and a Hanson version. But the, so, so basically, so Hanson does a Silent Night melody, which is Oh Holy Night, Silent Night, and I think another song too. So it's oh, like okay. in the same uh, song. Okay, that's fine. So it's yeah. not real. Yeah. <laughs> And a Hanson version. <laughs> Justice for Hanson. Well, I'm looking at the notes. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Boys to men. Justice for, for bass singers. Like when they come in alone, it's very. But then as soon as they all harmonized, it was like shivers. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So but beautiful. I don't I'm don't know all the members of Boys to Men, but whoever their bass singer is, I mean, it just sounds funny. Like, it does make me want to chuckle at first when it's yeah. just him singing. Yeah. It is interesting, though, because in every single boy band album, the bass singer, the low baritone is featured a lot more. Like, even with the Backstreet Boys, Kevin is featured a lot more on the Backstreet Boys' Christmas album than any other album that the Backstreet Boys have put mm -hmm. out. So, and Lance is featured on NSYNC's Christmas album and... I hope that that really showcases like how incredible yeah. harmonies Boise Men had. Okay, so here is Backstreet Boys' version. So I know you both are huge Brian fans, and Brian starts off on Backstreet Boys' Silent Night. What do you guys think? I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. It doesn't hold up to the Boys to Men version, mm -hmm. and the more I hear the Backstreet Boys songs off this album, which I have already listened to, but we're mm -hmm. literally comparing them. Yeah. I'm, it is just geared towards the adult listening sing-along. Mm -hmm. Like, that's an easy song for me to sing along to while I'm Christmas tree decorating. Yeah. The boys to men version is like, listen to our voices. They are angelic. Right. Not that the Backstreet Boys voices aren't angelic. Right. It, they're just not showcased on this album as much in that way. Two totally different experiences. And I feel like the Boys to Men's Christmas album is very similar to the 98 Degrees is too. Because they're both like very intense. Like you need to yeah, listen. You have to listen to it. You don't like, yeah. you don't have it on the background and sing along to it yeah. for fun type thing. Yeah. It's like almost something that you would hear in like a church setting. All I can think about is that like Reddit post for the like I always thought thought Silent Night they were singing about a chicken strip because do you know what else is tender and mild? A nice chicken strip. <laughs> oh, 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 I get it. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. 90 degrees. For starters, they're accompanied by instruments, which is yeah. it's so that already makes it like a different type of comparison than totally. two. The boys to men version. Totally. I, I take it back. I feel like the 90 degrees album is a combination of like an adult contemporary album mixed with some acapella. Yeah. Yeah. Hanson's version is more of like a rock song, but it's a cool take on the song. Yeah. Yeah. Boys to men wins this round for me. Hands down. Same. Mm -hmm. It's just funny because Silent Night is always a song that I will skip mm -hmm. every time. This is really sad. My grandma died of about three weeks before Christmas and they played this at her funeral. Oh. And so like, I just always associate that song with like seeing my mom cry. Oh. So that's not a fun song. So I always skip it. But I wonder if there are like songs like that for other people too. Like songs that you just like auto skip. Yeah. Like not oh, because yeah. they're bad, but like, because you're like, oof, that's a lot to unpack right now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So here are my top five boy band Christmas songs. One, Oh Holy Night. Obviously, that is a surprise to no one. Which version? InSync's version. <laughs> the only version that matters. The Hanson version. <laughs> Which is really good, too, I will say. Would we say that? I'm just kidding. It was good for them. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, or basically any other song from InSync's Home for Christmas album, honestly. Silent Night by Boys Two Men. Then Ave Maria by 98 Degrees. And I'm going to switch this answer to Mary, <gasps> number five, Merry Christmas Baby, Hanson. She just took wow. Backstreet Boys right out the top five, guys. I did. Ow. This is live. 
as we speak. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree, but that's a hell of a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I enjoy Hanson's Merry Christmas Baby it at number five. One. I think that's it's just so fun. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's fairly criminal that you don't have what Christmas means to me. Oh, you know what? Yeah, what Christmas used to me, I think, ranks higher to me than my Christmas baby by Hanson. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, you I don't have to change it up. No, no, no. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. Wait, Oh Holy Night, Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, or any other song from Sync's album. Silent Night, Boys to Men, Ave Maria, 98 Degrees, What Christmas Means to Me, Hanson. I also think Christmas Time by Backstreet Boys is really good. Yeah. They- That's like an old, older one. Yeah. And I think that... That was good. I don't know what they, I thought that's what my Christmas, the Backstreet Christmas album was going to be, and it wasn't, and it's fine. That's what I wanted. Can you play a little bit of that one? Yep. Playing it now. Oh. I learned something new today Hmm. that Christmas Time by the Backstreet Boys is better than any other song on the Christmas (laughs) album that they just came out with. Oh. And like, that's just truly what I thought we were getting. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just disappointed, I think, that it's not what we got. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's a bad album. It's just that like, I was really looking forward to Christmas time. Like, yeah. That kind of vibe. Cause it's truly one of my favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. And then I was just like, Oh, they sound like, I feel like this is something my mom would listen to. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Not in a bad way. I just, yeah. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it has the elements of a Backstreet Boys song that, you know, from their early years that I always loved. I think that's why I love All I Have to Give because Brian and AJ are in this like vocal competition in those songs. They have that here where they're like competing, like I'm going to sing really well. No, I'm going to sing really well. And like there's, and then Brian on the bridge, his vocals are incredible. Both, I mean, both of them are, but Brian like really impresses me in this song. That song just makes me so happy. (laughs) Yeah. 2022 year in review. So I wanted to highlight some music that came out in this year. I also wanted to list some things to be thankful for. And also RIP to the boy bands that went on hiatus because this was quite the year. Okay, so starting with music that came out in 2022, of course, Harry Styles is Harry's House, which is now iconic. Um, We also have Taylor Swift's Midnights because we always have to shout out Taylor Swift on this podcast. I feel like Taylor Swift comes up on this podcast second to JC. (laughs) Taylor Swift is like Parmesan cheese. You like sprinkle it on everything and you can never have too much. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, we have the Backstreet Boys' Christmas album, which we talked about extensively. And then the surprise of the year, Louis Tomlinson's Faith in the Future. It's so good, guys. You have to go listen to it. It's amazing. I listened to Chicago this morning and I was like, oh, this is a good song. It's a great song. It's a great song. I, I heard it on TikTok and I was like, what is this melody? Like, that's a new sound that's going around TikTok. But I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, Louie. Yeah. <laughs> Faithful. Silver Tongues is also amazing. I really think I got to give this album a good listen. You really have to give it a good listen. It's so good. It's so good. I would love to see Louie come back on like a redemption arc. Like he's the one that everyone like kind of wrote off. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, like when I was doing research for the One Direction episode, I was like, did he even release a full length album? And it it was like walls. And I was like, oh, okay. And like, you know, his stuff in the past that I'd heard was like very like EDM focused, which like, Mm Who hasn't had an EDM moment? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we all have had our EDM times, but I was like, that's just not my top genre. When I was doing research for the One Direction episode two, you know, for the, for the listeners that listened, Louis became my favorite during that time. And I was like, there's so much potential here with Louis because he wrote so many of their songs. And Walls, I was a little disappointed by, but I was like, there is potential there. And I even said to myself, his next album is going to be awesome because I think he's still trying to figure out his sound and, and he really like this album is, is amazing. I've, you guys just have to have to listen to it. It was a sophomore slam, not a sophomore slump. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Sophomore slam. I like that. Trademark patent pending. 
there are a lot of conspiracy theorists out there (laughs) (laughs) that are claiming that Harry provides some vocals on some of the tracks. Oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah, I've heard this. I've not heard any of his songs, but I have heard about the Harry vocals. Yeah. And it's just like, is this, this generation's version of JC secretly being on some of Justin's tracks? (laughs) (laughs) The more things change, the more they stay the same. Pretty much. Yeah. I also want to like add, this isn't a music album that came out, but Niall, he was named to judge on the voice and just like what a full circle moment that was obviously one direction was not found on the voice they were found on the x factor but like just to still go from like being a contestant on a singing competition to being a judge my heart grew three sizes like the grinch i was like i'm so proud like i actually think i might have cried a little i'm just so proud of him yeah and it just it felt very full circle and just a moment of pride so like he didn't drop new music i think he's about to he is about to um he's that boy is sus. He's up to something. Oh, yeah. He's, he definitely um, is. I think something in January is coming. Even though he didn't drop music, I just, I really felt like that was still a really big, a big thing for him. I was really, really proud of him for that. Things to look forward to in 2023 is Niall's new album. Mm-hmm. And also AJ's new album is supposed to come out too. Finally. <laughs> so I'm putting it on record. 2023 is the year that One Direction reunites. Mark my words. <laughs> if I say it every year, one year it will be true. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to all those boy bands who went on hiatus this year. I'm looking at you, BTS, Why Don't We, Brockhampton, and Pretty Much. May your hiatuses be shorter than One Direction's. And in sync. Are Brockhampton yeah. and pretty much all caps? Like what? That's like a new thing right now. Oh. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure why. I've, I mean, I've never even heard of either of those. <laughs> I, I was bummed about Why Don't We. I saw them at a jingle ball oh, a you couple did? years ago. Um, mm. I went for Niall and Lizzo, who actually canceled. Um, oh. But it's okay. I saw Lizzo after. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. And I was like, what is this boy band? <laughs> I was mm. like, oh my. Yeah. Um, and I really thought they were going to like be the next yeah. thing. And they burned hot fast and bright. Well, they had a huge issue yeah. with their manager. I was going to say, I don't really think it's their fault. No, it's um, not. No. It's not their fault. Yeah, they're interesting, though, because they started as a dancing boy band. Yeah. And then they started playing their own instruments, and then they transitioned into, like, more of, like, a rock band. Yeah, when mm. I saw them, they each had, like, a little square that they would, like, stand and I, don't, I, I can't describe it very well, but it was five squares, and they would, like, each have one, and they kind of, like, move between them. Oh. Huh. And they, like... I don't know. I'm not describing it very well, but I was like, ooh, choreography. (laughs) Oh, I also forgot to mention in new music, Daniel Seavey from Why Mm. Don't We came out with a song. Uh, Why Don't We Pretend That We're Good? I think that's the name of the song. Um, I get it. Why don't we? (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. Can We Pretend That We're Good? Oh, that's way less fun. (laughs) Why Don't We Pretend That We're Good was a good one. Daniel Seavey's Can We Pretend That We're Good is an incredible song. Is that the one where he's playing the cello? Yeah. Daniel Mm -hmm. Seavey can play like every single instrument. So he did a cello version of it and it's incredible. But the song itself is awesome. So I'm excited for I'm excited for more things to come for Daniel Seavey because he is he really impresses me. Okay, so things to be thankful for from this year. So we are thankful for Harry Styles and continuing love on tour. It was just like one of my favorite memories from this year was just all the boas and just like actually being able to see him live and just being like, oh my God, we're breathing the same air, which is so ridiculous because I've seen Harry Styles as part of One Direction. So I was like, I don't know, I'm so nervous to see him. (laughs) Seeing him like on his own and in his element, it almost just felt surreal because like I feel like I've watched him through a screen for so long. But I don't know, it was just like such a fun moment. Yeah. Best birthday I've had in a really long time. (laughs) For sure. For sure it was. And we'll be releasing the Harry Styles episode in 2023. So we also have the Taylor Swift breaking of Ticketmaster. We are thankful for Miss Swift for that. She will be the one to bring oh, on the monopoly yeah, of you're Ticketmaster. You're not going to stop Swifties. No way. <laughs> like, Swifties were upset in Congress. was like, okay, okay, yeah, we'll look at this. Like, Damn, okay, got it. <laughs> oh, gosh. You're also thankful to the Backstreet Boys and their DNA tour. Yes. That was such a fun night. It was so yeah. fun. Uh, Even though it was really, really hot. Like, almost yeah. as hot as this room. Oh, my God. I don't know which is hotter. Actually, no. It was the Backstreet Boys <laughs> the show. The Backstreet Boys show was hotter. It was the hottest <laughs> night. It was so hot. I, yeah. 
And of course, we are thankful for Joshua Scott, JC Chazay, sharing our meme before the podcast even premiered, and also making several public appearances this year. I'm sorry, his name is Joshua? Yes. <laughs> Where does the C come from? Chazay. It doesn't come from the Scott. Oh, God, why? Mm, <laughs> what did so you think confusing. his first name was? I don't know. <laughs> So the, story, so the story is, so JC was on the Mickey Mouse Club, as you know, and there was another Josh on the show. So they were like, oh. so they so they gave him a nickname. Obviously, it can't be JS. So they yeah. went with his first name and his last name initials. Huh. So actually, when you say JC Shazay, you're it's saying- It's kind of redundant. It's redundant. You're saying Joshua Shazay Shazay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like Cher Madonna. It's just JC. No last name needed. That's true. Although for some people, there already is a JC. Oh. Oh. <laughs> is JC our JC? <laughs> JC's my JC. Yeah. And also, we want to thank Cody Rigsby for yes. inviting JC on to his show. <laughs> yes. I need to take that ride. Oh, it's so fun. Is it? Okay. It- we also want to thank our incredible guests who we've brought on the show, Tina, Sasha, James Rodriguez from the Original Doll Podcast, Marcus Monroe, and Allie Tierney. And we're excited to bring them back into the next year and more guests to come. And also we're thankful for all of you listening because we probably would still talk about boy bands, but it's way more fun knowing that people yeah. are listening and, you know, share the same joys and opinions and hot takes that we do <laughs> or that you disagree with us and but still enjoy listening. Like, you know, I, I guess I'm just really thankful for this community and being able to talk about boy bands. Yeah. And keep listening and subscribing and maybe someday we'll get paid to do it. Ooh, <laughs> 2023. <laughs> 2023, the year the podcast takes off. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about? Stream Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Well, thank you, listeners. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you, guys. This was fun. I'm glad we did a holiday music one. Me too. Me too. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays, everyone. Oh. So on the way to recording, I was listening to just like, I I think I just searched on Spotify, like boy band Christmas, and I just had it on shuffle. And so here's a hot take question, right? Oh, what's your hot take? Alvin and the Chipmunks, are they a boy band? (laughs) Just because they came up. Wow. I don't actually know how to answer that question. <laughs> I guess technically, yes. It's three boy men things. <laughs> marketed at a young audience. <laughs> mostly women. <laughs> By our own definition. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks are a boy band. <laughs> We have to do a whole episode now on Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Maybe let's not. Can you analyze their <laughs> harmony? No, but I was like, I was listening and I was like, what is this? I was like, why is this on here? And I'm like, does somebody, did somebody think, like, consciously think, like, boy yes. band? Yes. <laughs> boy band. <laughs> so that was my hot question of the day. Oh my gosh. <laughs>